Welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Table Talk. It's me, Papa Hector, Al, and Auntie here with the Spiritual Table Talk. Today's topic is Demon Time Part 2. We're going to go into further unraveling the world of the demons. And before we get into that, make sure you subscribe iTunes, Spotify, Anchor.fm, your favorite podcast app, as well as Google Podcasts. And let's go into the topic, Demon Time Part 2. All right, so I had come across a thing a while back, and that's why I was, like, harping on toothpaste tubes. All this shit that's been created that, like, came out of nowhere over about a two-decade span, maybe from, like, 1890 to 1910. And the machinery to make this stuff being unbelievably complicated. But... There is a guy named Jack Parsons, and he was a founder of this JPL Laboratories, which did early rocket research, rocket engine research. He was the he was the person who invented solid rocket fuel and how it could burn without exploding. And if you go to the Dulles Air Force Base, there's an Air and Space Museum there, and they basically have like a display on his stuff. There's a cutaway of his solid rocket booster which the channel, the burn channel that goes down the center of it, the only way to make it safe was the shape of a pentagram. And he, you know, it's maybe it's coincidence, but I don't know. I mean, Jack Parsons was also good friends, uh, like a, a student of Aleister Crowley, and he was friends with L. Ron Hubbard, the guy who did Scientology and, you know, all this weird shit. So bringing that together in a different way, right? It's well known that a lot of what we have today for rockets, modern war tools, um, airspace dynamics, satellites, etc. A lot of that technology, a lot of that came through Hitler. And he, he gained that knowledge. He claimed, as well as others around him claimed, that he gained that knowledge by practicing the occult and being in connection with demons or other beings who gave him the information. Mm-hmm. And so the thing about it, like we mentioned in the last sesh where we did Demon Time Part 1. So I want to really get into this little piece here because you need to understand this piece. Is people when they think demons, right, and people who believe in demons, they kind of think it's all kind of cuckoo and kind of crazy. It's kind of out there. Mm -hmm. But, again, I'm going to mention something I said in part one. What you have to understand is a demon is a consciousness. It's a spirit. Mm -hmm. You are a spirit in a body. A body is a vessel. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's a when we say a spirit, it's not something that's all like woo-hoo, woo-hoo, woo-hoo. If you want to understand, you have to understand you are a spirit in a body. Mm-hmm. And a con- you are a consciousness that has a frame of how you look at the world, a perception, a perspective, knowledge, information, etc. Mm-hmm. So the demon can use or how do I put it? Cohabitate in the vessel with a person. Mm-hmm. Cohabitate in a vessel with a person. That's number one. Number two is 
demons are also born into vessels. So there's people that they're not human spirit. It's a demon being given an opportunity for to make personal change. Hmm. Oh wow. So they're like So it's actually the spirit that spirit is a demon born into a body. Oh wow. And they're they're like right, they're so the body for like you're a human being, but they're very much so a demon. Yeah, that's the spirit. Yeah, that's that's, in it. that's the like that's what's yeah. That's the consciousness. Oh wow. Like the that's the thing. mentality. So I'm gonna bring this in an, in another way, right? So psychosis and neurosis is very common, but people don't see how common it is. Those psychosis and neurosis can be from it being a demon in the body. The way that that person, quote unquote, because we're on a podcast, that person looks and deals with the world is from the perspective of a demon. Oh, wow. So you're postulating that a lot of demons are being born in this age right now? Not necessarily. Because there's so much anxiety and all this stuff. (laughs) No. In that case, in those cases, what that is, in many cases, they're not necessarily demons. In many cases, instead... They have demonic attachments. Right. So it's in the vessel. So with that's them. infest in an infestation rather in within them. Rather than actually being born like it's well, it's born that way. Right. Because it's what people don't realize, it's that is a mental disability. When people think mental disability, they don't think correctly. Disability means not able mm-hmm. you are not able to come at the world in the proper way or deal with it mm-hmm. okay so it's a disability yeah. a lack of an ability to deal with the world mm. okay and in another example a lot of people they have a strong desire to control others yeah. That's a form of psychosis. Okay? Gotcha, yeah. So, I talk about this with Toya often. Um, I ended up speaking to it with, about it with Ty. And it just so happens that today, we record these in advance. Today's Columbus Day, right? Mm-hmm. But it's been renamed to Indigenous Day or something. The point of what I'm is what I'm about to say. When a lot of people think that the Taino disappeared, it's not that we disappeared. The Taino were taken off of the census. Okay, it's not that suddenly you had a hundred thousand Taino and then five years later it was zero. They were taken off in the sense census, and many of them were integrated by ending up dealing with other like the Spaniards or this or that that came onto the island. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't understand, well, like, why didn't the Taino, who were known to be very friendly people, Taino means friend or relative, Mm -hmm. okay? 
very friendly, community-oriented people, why didn't they fight them off? Because the Taino, in his mind, he never could conceive that I'm going to receive some foreign guests and he's going to come here to steal and take all my stuff. And he's going to come here with war and to kill my people. Yeah. That wasn't a conception in his mind. Mm. They, when Christopher Columbus came, came mm. is well documented, the Taino like laid out many gifts yeah. and gave them like many things and like welcomed them with open arms and mm. showed them all kinds of things mm. because it was like we're receiving some foreign guests. Yeah. Right? But... In the mind of either Christopher Columbus, of course, because he was dead set on going to conquer lands, mm -hmm. all of the other conquistadors and all of those other people riding along with them, they had psychosis to have a mindset of, hey, I want to go rape, kill and pillage to take over some shit. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a form of psychosis. Julius Caesar is a form of psychosis. Most people that are in positions of leadership, mm -hmm. these people that people put in positions of leader, mm -hmm. right, are people that have this form of some form of psychosis in the sense of they want to go, they have no sympathy or empathy for other people. Right? And that yeah. and they're sociopaths. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because someone who's not a sociopath, they don't look at another human and be like, Hey, how could I get rid of these people so that I could take over their shit? Yeah. Right? No. They don't approach they don't have that idea in their mind. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's not something like that not they it, it never even crosses their mind. It doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No way concept of it. But, but if you have activated psychosis, mm -hmm. okay, then yeah, you look and you're like, oh yeah, this would be great for me and whoever I deem is my people. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. Same thing with the people who uh, kill people for religious purposes. All those religious people who kill other people... Mm -hmm. For religious purposes throughout history that's psychosis okay mm -hmm. and me and Toya talk about this often because you know she's a nurse etc etc mm -hmm. and I like to watch old time shows and movies mm -hmm. and stuff like that so like right now I'm watching something about um, in Mexico about like basically the Spaniards taking over mm -hmm piece by piece of Mexico and taking it over from the Indians, mm -hmm. right? Or for the natives, however you want to call it these days. So, like, we'll be like, how, like, where in your mind, if you're a normal non-person who doesn't suffer from sociopathy or psychopathy, right. where in your mind do you think to yourself, like, oh, those people have some nice stuff, like, let me kill them and rob them. Right. Okay? And because of the mm, evolution of humanity, mm. okay, that psychosis has been handed down and infiltrated 
everywhere, all over the place. And so all of society, including the demon, work to help you stay psychotic and neurotic or sociopathic, right? The, if we look at the U.S., right, and it's the U.S., do you know where the U.S. is not? On the globe? Where? Nowhere. Everywhere is the U.S., sure. okay? Mm-hmm. So if we look, yeah. okay, yeah. if they're not where we're at, they're trying to be where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's many of the places I've visited around the world. Or they may not be in that particular position, but all of the con- concepts, many of them are all over. It's one world now, okay? Yeah. What are you taught? You're taught a culture of like, me, 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 me. Yeah. Well, even me, today, me, me, you me, talk me. about that psychosis. You go out to Pine Ridge Indian Reservation out in South Dakota. Uh-huh. They have worse living conditions than Haiti. The lifespan of an Oglala Lakota Sioux is about 40 years. That's about in alignment. Yeah. Something like a third of the people there are orphans under the... It's it's horrendous. It's it's like... And we've just totally fucked them. And it's just awful, the whole... Yeah. And it's the same thing like when they went and INS started going and picking everybody up and separating people, the kids from their family and leaving the Mm -hmm. kids in camps... And leaving, sending the parents off, but keeping the kids there. That's a yeah. form. The people who ran that and the people who support that, that's a form of psychosis. Very strange. It's a form of sociopathy. Yep. Yeah. Right? Terrible. And what happens is, this is where I say, like, it's not that that person is a demon. It's demonic attachment. Okay, watch. You might not be that way. That might not be you. Mm-hmm. Right? But the neurosis... And the touches of it come down because maybe not you, but maybe people in your family were. And so that met, that affects the DNA. And so it comes down. It comes down. It comes down. You don't have it maybe so strong, but also remember, society is trying to encourage it. So now what you end up with is lots of people that suffer from light level and when I mean light level it doesn't mean that it's light but I'm talking about in comparison to being really actually like crazy crazy right it's light because it's what we call anxiety Mm -hmm. I'm not saying anxiety is light it can be very heavy yeah but it's not it's not same thing to be anxious to being a conquistador yeah right it, there's a difference. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a difference yeah. between being anxious <laughs> and being like, oh, like let's kill those, let's kill <laughs> yeah. the neighbors, right. And like steal their shit. Well, and that's what you I mean say, by I'll say, hold on. Okay. So genocides are occurring now in Africa. Don't, that Darfur and stuff. That's only like ten years ago. And you look at Germany, World War Two. Germans are taking their neighbors, their Jewish neighbors, Gypsy neighbors. They're they're killing them. They're just burning them. There millions of people are being killed wholesale that people were friends that influenced and now and even if you now germany if you go to like 1965 to today they're so gentrified they can't like it's hard to understand how how and you can take a normal person and you can fuck them up yeah and convince them to start killing everybody around them it's so strange no it's because what happens is at that point because of that trickle down effect Mm -hmm. right 
you already have open gaps for those attachments um, of those negative consciousness. Yeah. Okay. Of the what we call demons, demons. those negative powerful consciousnesses. You already have inlets. We call them. You have little gaps, openings, doorways for it to enter. Gotcha. Okay, and then it can cohabitate with you. But if you do some to, of the spiritual work and you get clear enough, you can, can you can tell when you're not yourself. Oh, you can tell. You're gonna know. You're gonna some know real don't. quick like that. But that's how they don't count so much on the people that know. Well, there aren't many. They count on the people that don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? Because unaware is easier to influence. Well, the Trump crazy people going in January 6th, they're going to overrun the freaking Capitol. What's wrong with these people? You know what I mean? It's all subsides. Yeah. Now I think most of them understand they were completely insane when they did that. Mm hmm. And, and that's what they're saying. Go to jail, but it's like you you ran into the fucking capital. You're yeah, like a, you're yeah, nuts. but that's what I'm saying. The the power is such <coughs> because the demon has connections to many, not to one. Yeah, you are yourself, but that demon has many people he knows. He's connected not to you only. Uh-huh. He's connected to many people, and he can affect many people, right? And if there's something called I forget. There's a scientific word for it, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And it's basically a tipping scale, right? Oh, okay. So basically, you don't need a hundred people to go over to the. If you have a thousand people, you don't need a hundred people to move that whole thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't need all thousand people on the same page. You might need a hundred people. If you can get a hundred people. Okay, if there's a thousand people... Correct inclination, then they can influence everyone else to go Mm -hmm. do something insane. Yeah, watch. This, I read somewhere. A person wanted to do an experiment at one point. Mm -hmm. And this was like in the 40s or something like that. And so what they did in New York City... Mm -hmm. So what they did is, suddenly, randomly, they stood on a corner and they looked up at the sky... And then he just stood up there looking at the sky like so intently. Like they just saw some shit. Next thing you know, there was three or four other people looking at the sky like, what the hell is he looking at? Uh But they're looking intently too because they're figuring out what the hell he's doing and they're doing it too. Next thing you know, the street was shut down because everybody on the street had stopped and everybody was like looking at the sky. No kidding. Right? Trying to see whatever it was. So you don't need everybody to do it. You just need enough. And if yeah. you can get enough, then that small group can tip over the, all the dominoes. Right? It can get everybody else. So, Well, going to today, I think like the biggest demonic influence I, is, is electronics. It's a big one because many of the things that we think are progress are not. Well, people right. make the mistake of thinking you can go online and you can find enlightenment through, through like, programs online. Through that, through um, not even that. Just through watching little things, reading books, all these things. And many of these things that I'm not saying they're not good. I'm not saying that they, we don't benefit from them. And I'm not saying that they're not progress in certain ways. But in other ways, they're less progress than you think. And I'll give you an example. 
right now, again, I'm not saying it's not good. As we're sitting but, here on your phone. <laughs> of course, right? Because that's the world we live in. Yeah. Right now, it's almost 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. Okay? We can do that because we have the progress of having electricity and light. Mm-hmm. As a part of that progress and staying up, mm-hmm. we only pay with some of our health. Because our body was meant to go down when the sun goes down and come up when the sun comes up. Mm-hmm. All right? So we ourselves throw off our own rhythm just by not following the natural rhythm. Well, right? But we had talked about electricity. You were talking... Well, I don't know. We were talking about this just between ourselves, how like electricity actually kind of has like screwed things up. In many, many ways. It's created it's immense amounts of pollution. Yeah. Right? Generated there, it. It's generated immense amount of wars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And division. Because in yeah. order to get electricity, you need fuel, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? You need it, fossil fuels. You need, yeah, yeah, so there's been <laughs> doubt, millions of deaths because of electricity. Yeah. Right? And I don't tell you. I don't tell you how a sneaky link. Right? A lot, a lot of people don't know this story. A lot of people do know this story. But I heard this story a long time ago. <coughs> so now everybody knows who is Tesla. Oh, yeah. Oh, he now oh. everybody. Uh-huh. But in reality, people don't know his whole story in many ways in that he used to work for... Who is it that gave us light? Benjamin Edison. Thomas Edison. He, he used to work for yeah. him. Okay? And... Edison fired him because his inventions were better Correct. than Edison's. Yep. Okay? He was jealous. Edison created the electricity that we use now, mm-hmm. which is, creates immense amounts of pollution. Mm-hmm. Tesla had created, I, I don't remember what it was, I think the well, Tesla it's Tower. Wireless or the electricity transmission. Wire, Wireless electricity all the way back when electricity was first created. Mm -hmm. But when Tesla went to get funding and money for his project, Thomas Edison had the connections, the political connections, Mm -hmm. as well as the money and all the other connections with the newspapers and the press and everybody else to say that Tesla's form of electricity was dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay? And because everybody got scared that it was dangerous and it's in the air and there's nothing there yeah. and it's like it can affect you and it's dangerous, we went with Edison's idea of electricity instead of Tesla's. Well, okay? part of the argument why the money people made Tesla just go away was because the billing end of it. So Edison... You got a meter outside your house. If it's just being broadcast freely, well, how are you? There's gonna, many ways. Exactly. Isn't that a way that the the, 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 the thing about it is Tesla's whole idea was to give it for free, Correct. exactly because it was Correct. free because it could be generated for free. Yeah, it's actually it was a free. It was yeah. generating off of like the electricity in the air. Right. Already, yeah. it yep. wasn't. It didn't. 
require any electricity to keep it going or to go. And it was going to be free for everyone. So, yeah, there was the money end of it, of yeah. course. Yeah. Right. And of course, we have our old friends from the government. Mm-hmm. Right. Which we discussed before to that a little t- degree. That t- be, you know, like those people are in fact, either infected with deeply demons, infected. Yeah, yeah deeply mm-hmm. infected with demons. So that's just kind of how that's going to go when they're going to. But he talked a lot about esoteric stuff, too. He had a whole, like, esoteric thing. Yeah, he had. And of course he did. Because, basically, here's what people don't realize. Mm -hmm. Something that, in order for you, again, it's a consciousness. It's a form of consciousness. And it's a being that has that consciousness. In order for you to get the highest out of you, mm-hmm. you have to be able to contact and to have your consciousness shift for that. So anyone who's ever created, r- creatives, inventives, etc., they've all had connection with some form of spirit. It may be good, it may be bad. But goes back there to was the toothpaste. Con- How's that shit all figured out? All those machines making potato that, chips, making all that crap automatic. Yeah, all and that. Con- there's no way a person would make right? that. Right, it's a that that person comes in contact with a consciousness. Yeah, that consciousness may cohabitate with them. That consciousness may be good. It may be bad. Yeah. but it will cohabitate with them. Eventually, it influences their thoughts, their emotions, their ideas. It gives them ideas. It teaches them things, Mm -hmm. right? And that's how it works. So where you see many inventors, many inventors, that's why we have the idea of the mad scientist. Okay? The idea of the mad scientist comes because he thought outside of the box, to think yeah. outside of the box, you can't have a normal form of consciousness. No. All right? No. And, like, we have a title for another podcast, but I'm not sure if I maybe already did that one or what. And it's called Greatness is Crazy. And it's because... We haven't done it yet. Okay. And it's because greatness <laughs> seems crazy to people. At the time, people are not there yet. They're not caught up. So every time something happens and there's a great person on earth who is able to bring forward some greatness, Mm -hmm. everybody else, they can't understand them because they're still stuck Mm -hmm. all back behind. Mm -hmm. They're all stuck all back behind. So greatness seems crazy at the time. Pablo Picasso, there's that other famous artist, Dolly, Dolly, and all these other ones. They all seem crazy to those people at the time, including Hitler. Okay? And what happened is when greatness has no space and no mentor to guide him, he goes nutso. Mm. The power goes to his head. So with musicians, for example, that obviously created musical genius, what about when they spiral into drugs? Is it... It's... That the music we're actually doing a podcast, so you can bring yourself yeah, closer. Get out here. It's oh, a okay. it's a table talk. It's very loose. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's the same thing. When greatness doesn't have anything to guide it forward, it goes crazy. 
So look at uh, Robin Williams or whatever, right? He offed yeah. himself, right? Yep. So it's because you can only take yourself with music or with this or with that so far. After that, you need something bigger than that and bigger than yourself. And the only thing bigger than that and yourself are the spirits. It's the great spirit, God, the yeah. spirit is the only thing that's bigger than these little things. So eventually these little things, you've taken them to the top of where you can take them. Mm -hmm. You need the next progression. That can no longer satisfy you. Yeah. So now you do drugs to the extent where you fuck yourself all up. And overdose, and overdose or whatever else. Why? Because you've taken that greatness in whatever creativity has come through you, the creative force. Mm -hmm. The creative force is the same as God. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So the creative force happens when we see art. That means poems. Mm -hmm. That means a dancer dancing. Yeah. That's why in our tradition we dance. Yeah. That's an art. Right? That's in when someone creates a work of art. All of that is the creative force coming through you, right? Yeah. And so some people, through whatever work they've done on their previous lifetimes, mm -hmm. they have a, and through this one, they have a bigger opening to that creative force just naturally. And other people develop it. It doesn't matter. Eventually, if you take that greatness and you max it out in your life, let's say you're a great artist, you max it out in your life. There's nowhere left for you to go. And the human seeks to continue moving forward until the human dies. Yeah. So you know there has to be something more than just painting aligned? something. Huh? Are they not all the way spiritually aligned? No, because guess what? They feel the connection to the spirit by doing their art. So they don't actually work on becoming properly spiritually aligned. With that which is bigger than just their art. Which will stop them from spiraling. Exactly. Okay, got it. Their art is only going to take them so far. Art, as beautiful as it may be, eventually you've created a thousand albums. Mm -hmm. And they're all like top of the charts. Uh -huh. And you got all the million dollars, right? And you got all the bitches you want, the drugs you want. You could do whatever... You could yeah. buy people, you could buy cars, like pretty much whatever, right? Yeah. So yeah. what's next for you? Eventually, when people reach that stage, what people don't realize is poor people are poor. And rich people are poor. Both are poor. Okay? Because poor people are poor. Because they say, I'm poor. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they, they think of poverty and riches... They're still chasing after what man has mm -hmm. over everything that is seen as riches, mm -hmm. right? And then when rich people get all the way to the, their top of riches, then they become poor too because they see that all these physical things, they can only take me but so far and give me so much happiness. And I've had all the experiences and I've, I've slept with seven bitches at once. I've done this. I've maxed out all my experiences. Now I need something that's bigger than just me. And what's going to be bigger than you? What's going to be bigger than the world? You have the world. The world is in your hand. What's bigger than all of that? 
is God, the spirit, the great spirit. And but you've never actually worked on that. Why? Because when you did your art and you were filled with the spirit with it, that's why eventually they all stopped being able to create more and more. Because eventually now it's become a job and they're no longer filled with the spirit when they're trying to create. Okay? So when you do create and you're filled with the spirit and you sing and you feel with the spirit, then in that moment, you don't exist no more. Okay? That moment, you don't exist. You're one with the great spirit. When you're really in your zone. And that can be anything. That can come from anything. That can come from hunting. A hunter, a hunter can go and that is his thing. That's his art. And I'm not talking about a hunter that is a killer. There's a difference. There's sadistic hunter. There's non-sadistic. Right? There's a hunter that goes and he respects everything that he's doing. He respects the land. He respects the animals. He doesn't take too much. He doesn't take too little. He doesn't waste what he, what he takes. Mm-hmm. Right? He becomes one with the nature. He knows the nature. Yeah. Right? And in that oneness, you disappear. Oh. And that disappearing is a connection with spirit. And so because when you've done an art, a musical art, uh, maybe you were a great dancer, maybe you are a poet, maybe this and that, when you've done those things, when you were in alignment with that, you already had, you were getting the fulfillment of feeling connection with spirit. You don't know that that is what it is. You think it's something that comes through because of your art, it's something to do with your art, it is, okay, because your art is that coming through you. It's creation coming through you. Do you understand? Yeah. And what happens, what happens if you own creation? Bad things. The person, the person, or humans, if we own what com- what is created through us. Well, does it get in your ego? Does it make you like think you're God instead of understanding that you're part of like a whole thing? That's one. Number two is you seek to control. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Get it, yeah. Control everything. Number yeah. three is that makes or breaks you, right? If people talk shit on you enough. For some people, they're like, oh, I'm done. I can't. It's no more for me, etc. Right? Because you own that. But that's not yours to own. Okay? But when you own it, it makes or breaks you. Right? You think, oh, now, like, I'm not coming up with no more good stuff. Because you never came up with shit. It was given to you. It came through you. Right? Same thing with people's kids. You own what came through you, then when they do fucked up things to you, you feel hurt. Yeah. Because you own that. All right? Instead of saying, oh, no, actually, that came through me. Mm-hmm. And I really I have an influence on how that um, develops. Mm-hmm. But I'm not in control of who that is. 
That's a different thing. Now you appreciate that for that. And you're like, okay, even maybe we're different. It's beautiful how it is. Yeah. I may influence it, but I don't control it. Okay, and so if that child does something maybe opposite to what I taught it, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean shit about me. Oh, yeah. People feel some type of way at times hurt. Like, oh, their children didn't follow the way they taught them, or their children this, or their children that, right? Then you feel hurt. But if you understand that, no, you can influence that, but that is going to do what that's going to do. You don't own it. You don't control it. The same way it doesn't own and control you. Yeah. Okay? It's something that came through you. Your blessing was that you were allowed to be a vessel and be part of co-creation. You were allowed to take a hand and a part in the creation of something. You didn't know what that thing was. Okay? But real quick, you think you know what that thing is. You say that thing is my kid. Mm-hmm. You take ownership, right? And so now you want that kid to be this way or that way or not this way or yes this way or not that way. You want people, you want the kid to be like a mini you or not a mini you or like not like that person but more like this person or right instead of seeing what is that. So when the artist takes ownership of his creation, he says, why is no more coming through? Why I'm not able to create? Right there, you already blocked the path. Gotcha. Because you're taking ownership of something you never did. Because in everyone, it doesn't matter who, can have a moment can say they had a moment. It could be here. It could be there. It could be at any point in time. It might not even be you're not doing anything where you don't exist. Okay? With some of the practices that we give you and I teach you and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Why you feel so great? Because you don't exist. So, so since you don't exist, you feel great. Yeah. Because you're in your way. Exactly. Exactly. So that is that space, and that's why I had that title for that other podcast about greatness ends up crazy. Because if you're great, what happens? Jesus was great. That's why he ended up on the cross. No one understood who the fuck is that. What the fuck is he talking about? That shit's crazy. Okay? So he ends up on the cross. Right? But then, motherfucker date, roll on out a little bit later. Now, Christianity is the whole world. Now he owns it. Right? And that's the same thing with many other people that on good end, bad end, artistic end, spiritual end, all kinds of things. Because spiritually, the Hebrews, they couldn't understand. God of love? No, our God is a God of punishment. Yeah. Okay? We're proud people. Our God couldn't have sent a poor man. Mm -hmm. Okay? All of that. So, 
oh, and you're saying you are God. That's a blasphemy. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But if, if the creative force is God, and that's how you purely exist all the time. Yeah. Are you not God? Yeah, you're God in a body. Yeah. You've achieved the God that you is in you mm-hmm. has become you. You are that. You are that. You are God. Yeah. Okay? And people then say, oh, well, how about you, like, prove you're God, do some magical powers, raise up this and yeah. drop it down? That's because you don't understand what is God. Your God is a God of children. Fairy book. Yeah. Fairy tales. Okay? A God of children. Like, oh, that's my father. He punishes me or he rewards me. Okay? That's how a child looks at the world. A child looks at the parent. Yeah. Okay? Oh, I need to run to pleasure and away from pain. That's not God. Okay, my God likes certain things and hates certain things, but He made everything. Yeah, yeah. But those things don't belong to my God; they belong to the devil. That's psychosis. Yeah. Okay, the idea that you have of what is God—that's a child's idea. Yeah. That's not a real. That's not how God is. God made everything. Okay. Some good. Some what you think good. So what you think back? The yeah. same bitch made it. Yeah. Including whatever you want to call it, the devil. Mm-hmm. Including the demons. Yep. Okay. It was all made by the same one, right? Yeah. Okay. And when you're a god in a vessel, mm-hmm. you're limited by your vessel. Yeah. Okay, so you're not going to raise this lighter up and drop it down before people's eyes. Okay. And you're in that body. You're sitting in a body and you're limited to the laws that govern the realm, right? Mm -hmm. But have you, do you see all, know all? No, I don't think so. Yes and no. Yes and no. Because you know all that your being has ever experienced. Got, yep. Since you know all that your being has ever experienced, uh-huh. you see all that your being has ever experienced. Okay. And if you're God, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. and God is one, mm-hmm. if I have seen everything I have experienced uh-huh. and experienced everything I have experienced knowing it, and there's only one God, and I can be God, but so can you if you unravel the divine part when you do so. When you do so. Can I see and feel everything you've ever experienced? Yes. Yes. And I see and feel and know everything I've ever experienced until this point. Huh. And every form of human experience. And so therefore you can understand every human. Wow. You can understand every person. You can understand them. You cannot agree. Mm-hmm. But you can understand them without love or hate. Mm. You don't have love and you don't have hate for anything. Mm. Because you're connected. You're one with that 
which made everything. So if you love or hate anything, you love or hate yourself because you dividing. did it. Because you're dividing things. No, because you did it. Uh, because if you're not in the way no more and God is coming through you mm-hmm. and God made everything, mm-hmm. then if you love or hate anything, then you love or hate yourself because you did it. So you can't. It's not that you don't. Yeah. It's that you can't. There's a difference. It's not in you to love something or hate something. You can only feel one way for it. It's love. Because it's an extension of you. That doesn't mean that you agree with it. It doesn't make it right. Everything has its rules. Yeah. But it means you ain't disgusted by it. You ain't afraid of it. You ain't scared of it. It ha- it causes no reaction in you. It, it causes actually a positive reaction. What, anything? Even if it's bad. No, we're be- not feeling hate or love. You're not feeling hate or love. We're just remaining neutral as balance. Yeah, and it's not that you're remaining neutral. Mm-hmm. It's that you are neutral. Okay. To remain neutral means you have to try to remain neutral. So you're forcing yourself. And if you're forcing yourself to remain neutral, then that means you hate something. Okay. So now you're just acting. You, exactly. Okay. So you're put to force yourself to remain neutral, you're saying that is no good, so I gotta push away from that. Okay, so now you're hating that. Okay. Right? Whereas if I am neutral, that doesn't do anything to me. It doesn't make it, it doesn't matter. It's neither here nor there. And I'm not trying to stay away from it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, the action of. But if how do you reach, and if you're one, and you can't get there through doing these things, then you know you you can't you there's no you can't actually like you say you cannot you cannot hate because you you did it. Yeah, it's not you, in you. It's, it's not it's, yeah, like it's not in you. Like you say, and you're not disgusted by it. You're not like it's moved. you're not moved. It, this is a lot of the ways we think of God are just it, with, like it, it, from from human like. Like you say, government from demons, mm-hmm. things that are like, like you know, be a good. Your God says, "Be good, I'm gonna give you rewards. Be bad, I'm gonna punish you." Mm-hmm. Like where I have, do you hear that all the time? Like the government, your teachers, your parents. Parents are the government, right? If you're a little kid, your parents are your government. They're personal government. Well, that okay, reminds so, me too because someone commits a crime. How many times do people actually get caught? Yeah, how many exactly. crimes are committed that no one's ever, no one's ever okay. caught? And how many times do people get commit a crime and they say they're sorry, but that <laughs> bitch ain't sorry? No, sorry, okay, you got caught. And exactly. That's where they're sorry. <laughs> sorry and yeah. yeah, there's a difference. And people will think, oh wow, that person's really sorry, but really they're crying because they got caught, and you think they're crying because they feel sorry to you. Yeah. Okay? And it's not just in the world of crime. It's in the world everywhere. AKA, 
right? There's a couple. It's a man and a woman. He says sorry to her for, for hurting her. She thinks he's really sorry. He's sorry because he got caught. So no wonder why six months later he does it again. This time he hides it better. Okay? But he's, he knows he's giving her the impression that he's sorry to her for hurting her. He's playing that role. Because he knows that's what she wants. Yeah. And she okay? believes it through his actions and, and him hiding it better. Exactly. Okay. And playing the role of, he does feel sorry. He, when he says to you, I feel sorry for it, he does feel sorry. But the reason he feels sorry is that he got caught. Yeah. Okay? So he can play that role really well because the energy of feeling sorry, it's really running through him. Yeah. But he's thinking of ways to make it smoother. So now it's like, I'm going to really play the part. Add to it. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Whereas the difference comes when he, if he was actually really sorry, he will maybe play the whole role that he's really sorry, but he won't do it again. Uh, because he himself will feel the hurt that he has caused. Okay. Because that requires empathy yeah. and sympathy. So he would feel the same hurt he has caused. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. That's why... We're almost out of time on this recording, but that's why a man can cheat on a woman a hundred times, right? And maybe she lets him back, lets him back, lets him back. And he, she cheats on him once, and he can't ever deal with it again. Yeah. Why? Because he finally felt the pain that he caused. All those other hundred times and the hundred times he said he was sorry, yeah. he never felt the pain. His sorry came from the pain of being caught and having to deal with this person and their whole spiel. Okay? Now the pain has been caused to him. Now that sorry is a whole different sorry, but oftentimes at that point she's done. Okay? And so now he really does feel sorry, but now it may be too late. But, or he may hold it against her ever, forevermore and not be able to get back with her because that pain now really actually is real to him. Before, it wasn't real to him. He never felt it. How can it be real? Yeah. All right? And it happens vice versa too. That's just, I'm using a typical example, yeah. but I've had dudes come in here and they, the chick done cheated on them 50 times. And they're, yes, 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 yes. But the day that he cheats on her, the pain, Out now the she understands the pain. Out the door. It's a whole different level, right? Oh. And that's the difference between thinking you know and knowing. Right, Because he thinks he knows what it feels like to be cheated on Mm -hmm. by this particular person. Because he might know what it feels to be cheated on, maybe by another person. Mm -hmm. But that's not the same. Because every relationship ain't the same. And every connection ain't the same. So how it feels to be cheated on by this particular person is going to feel different than that other person. It may have threads of the same thing, because it's the same type of shit. Right? But until he actually has the experience, he doesn't know what it feels like. When he has the experience, now he knows how, what it feels like. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. That's why when you come to me, mm-hmm. okay, wherever your mind think is almost always wrong. Whatever answer you think I would give you yeah. is wrong oh, most that. of the time. Yeah. Why? Because I'm about reality. That means present day, present time, situation, present situation, what's going on right now, this situation, these particular individuals, there's not one size fits all, right? I just did a little story time today, right? And it was about a client had Leanne, right? And Leanne was a house wrecker. Okay, Uh, and I said, but we can't judge her because some houses should be wrecked. And somebody was like, left me a comment like, oh my God, I was taken aback when you said that. And I was like, how is that spiritual? But I sat with it and then realized that that's true because some people are toxic and they stay in toxic relationships and they think that they're supposed to stay with a toxic person because that's what they're supposed to do. Okay, and so sometimes the only way for that person to let loose out of that situation is for somebody else to come in and wreck the shit up. Yep. You see? Yeah, but I know, and I know ex- that. Exactly, I know you that know one. that one, yeah, right? You know that one, right? Exactly. Had someone come and wreck your house a long time me. before, you might have been oh, said, all right. right. I'd still be sitting there. Exactly. Oh, was- who knows? Maybe if you had enough home records in your life, oh, it would have did a different number on you. Right. But that's my point is that everything in life, no, nothing's ever the same because no two people are the same. And even the way the situation look could be the same, but it's not the same two motherfuckers in it. Right. And that's the difference between what we do, our voodoo and our work and our 21 divisions and all that and religions. Because we say what's right for that person ain't necessarily right for that person. What's right for that person ain't right for that person. What's that person is good, and that person is two different things. It depends on that person and the mystery yeah. that that person is. Wow. And so. And this is alive, too. Religions are basically dead. They're just people making shit up. Interpreting dead shit. It's yeah. a blanket over everyone. This right? is living. Yeah, it's a one answer fits all, one size fits, one all. Size fits yeah. all. It's a dead thing, okay? It's okay. things of the past. Humanity has progressed since those times. We're reading scriptures that are 2, 5, 10, 20,000 years old. Yeah. Okay? Do You don't think there's a lot of craziness in all that shit? Yes, there's craziness in it. Yeah. But, and you're trying to interpret. But you don't have the mind of someone who had 2,000 years ago. No. And when you read that Bible and those experiences of Jesus, your mind interprets them differently than how they were. Okay, what you don't realize, you're thinking like, oh, Jesus' disciples, they were all there with folded hands. Yes, master. Yes, master. And oh, they immediately recognized who he was. And you think that them disciples never made a mistake. Yeah. Right. Because the disciples didn't include those stories. And you only see the mistake of Judas. But I promise you, all them disciples made mistakes all along the course of the line of following the spiritual master. Because it has to be, because that's the way it is, because they're not yet there. Yeah. Right? And that's the way that that is. But we have to conclude that because our segments 
about to cut off. So like, comment, follow for more. Share. Uh, share. Share if you care. Share if you dare. Which we already know you're sharing because that's just the yeah. type of person that you are. And we know that you've subscribed. And you can go to any of your favorite podcast app and do so there. Many, many blessings. Until next time.